Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Digest Productions Podcast, episode 95. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers, joined, as always, by my co-host, Tyler Fate. Thank you for being here. Howdy. You lost your voice a little bit. We're going to deal with it. Um, five episodes away from 100. We have yet to come up with any ideas for what we're going to do on that, so that's interesting. Um, I should probably really start working on that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to reach out to some people, see what their thoughts are on it. See who we want to... I, I want to get a guest or two on that. If we can get two different guests, that'd be a, a fun time as the dog looks to interrupt the show here. Um, how's your week been, other than the crippling sickness? I don't know if it's actually sickness. I think I just had too much fun over the weekend. Ah, fair enough. <clears throat> it was all right, though. Nothing really happened. Fair enough. Worked out in the same place all week and uh, drove around in circles pretty much all day. So, I mean. Sounds like fun. Mindless work. Nice. It was a, it was an interesting week last week. Uh, I'm going to, this is, this is the part of the podcast where I monologue for a while. Uh, on Monday, I recorded episode 94, the Brian J fun guy happy to have him on the podcast definitely looking to get him back on uh, again and uh i get done recording that we talk a couple seconds and then uh we you know i hang up the call whatever i I go out to the living room to get a drink and i sit down and i get a text on my phone i'm like all right what is this i look at it it's from my mom she usually doesn't text me uh that often only when she like needs something or she's trying to get like information on like uh, something for my grandparents, like checking in on them. And so I check and I'm like, all right, let's see here. And uh, to preface this, about three, three and a half weeks ago, um, my, I guess, step aunt and step uncle, was that a real thing? Real title? Uh, sure. Fuck aunt you. and uncle on my stepfather's side of the family. They had gotten COVID, right? Uh, they were un- They were unvaccinated. They got COVID. And they wouldn't go to the doctor. The someone they knew, I don't, I'm not sure who, was uh, delivering like food and stuff to them at the house because uh, they wouldn't couldn't go outside because they were too sick. Eventually, somebody called a, uh, I think my stepdad or my stepbrother, did like a wellness check on them. Uh, they they called from where they live and asked the the locals to do a wellness check. So ambulance shows up, and my step aunt. Uh, gets taken to the hospital and my step uncle says absolutely not i'm not getting treated by you guys i'm staying here and he refused treatment uh they said he looked bad um but he uh he refused treatment he refused to let them even like look at him while they were there like they're like can we just do a check to see how you're like your your heart rate or whatever uh like you know just see how like uh listen to your breathing he's like absolutely not you can't do anything so uh Aunt went to the hospital. He stayed home about a, I don't know, week later, maybe something like that. This is about two weeks ago at this point in time. Uh, she comes home from the hospital. She was on a, I think she was on a ventilator, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, but she comes home for the hospital. She has oxygen. She can't get up and walk around without using the oxygen because she can't breathe very well now. And uh, flash forward back to this uh, this past Monday. He uh, the what twenty fifth would have been. He uh, 
I got a text from my mom after recording the episode, the podcast episode with the Brian J, that my step uncle has passed away from COVID. He refused medical treatment again when they called for it. And uh, he, he just couldn't breathe and he just died at home. And uh, so uh, my stepfather comes home and uh, he's, he's, you know, dealing with helping deal with all of that for his sister. She can't do anything. She didn't know how to pay the bills, which is fucking embarrassing. Uh, she can't walk the dogs because she's on oxygen. She can't breathe well enough to, to walk them. So he had to put a fence up out back of her house for her. Uh, he's like taking doing all sorts of stuff for her, trying to explain to her how she can pay her bills, which you'd think as an adult she would know how to do. <laughs> but apparently not. And uh, so he's taking care of that. We see him. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking mess. So they eventually figure out that the funeral is going to be on the first, which is the day we're recording this episode. And uh, I'm getting bombarded today with... Uh, text messages and phone calls from a number of my family members asking me why I'm not at this funeral. And I'm like, well, first of all, I have to work. Second of all, this is prime Herman Cain award winner right here. Refusing to get vaccinated, refusing to receive medical treatment. Like if if you don't want to get vaccinated, whatever, it's your choice. Why the fuck would you refuse medical treatment when you're knocking on death's door? It's like, I, it's sad, but at the same time, I don't feel bad. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's just like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? It's like you you're literally can't breathe. Why the fuck are you not seeing a doctor at this point? So, yeah, they're, they're bombarding me with messages and phone calls about why I'm not going to the funeral. I'm like, well, one. They have covid like she still has covid. Why would I go there knowing she's actively has covid? Uh, I mean, I, I help take care of my grandparents and, and my girlfriend's mother um, and she's older. So it's like. Why the fuck would I risk bringing that home and, and putting that and giving that to them? And two, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> it's like I got, I have work and I, I don't, I just don't feel like going. So that's, that's been my week. <laughs> Sounds fun stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. I, I heard he died and I was like, Jesus Christ. And they're and immediately. So my, my mom, and uh, sister are the, are the same ones that are like, no, we did a ton of research into the vaccines and they're completely unsafe. And it's like, again, if you don't want to get the vaccine, whatever. So I'm not going to sit here and harp that people should get it. But don't like just don't fucking like try and pretend to, to me that you're like, you know more about this than all of medical experts in the world. Like it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like my mom sits at home on Facebook every day she doesn't work my sister has not finished high school and they expect me to believe that they know more about these vaccines than medical professionals it's it's absolutely absurd um but yeah they uh (laughs) they they came up with the excuse uh now that oh well i take cold medicine so i can't take i can't get the vaccine i was like what the fuck you talking about (laughs) that's no there's that uh Another update on my sister. I like bringing this up on the show because I like talking shit. Uh, she, uh, for those that don't know, is now 23. Still does not have her driver's license permit. Nothing has not finished high school. Uh, update on the driver's license. Uh, I guess she like <laughs> she like passed out or something. And so now she's literally not allowed to drive for another six months. 
Uh, so yeah, she can't, she still can't get her permit or driver's license. I think I mentioned it on the show last time where she was going to take the test and then at the last minute decided not to because she was worried she might fail. It's like, you can just take it again. Uh, so there's that. And then with the school thing, uh, apparently she decided she's just going to go back and finish high school like online. Um, but she wants to do it in her own time was, was the quote. It's she's 23 years old doing it on her own time. She wants at her own pace. <laughs> Kyle, how old were you when you graduated high school? I'm guessing under 20 years old, probably right. 18. Yeah. Oh, you mean like normal people? Interesting. Sure. Yeah. 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 You can say I, I'll cut people slack. If you graduate at 19, totally, totally fine. Even 20, which I think is really dropping the bar, but you know, it's whatever. Some, things happen. There's situations. 23, a little late to the game. I mean, I had a 17 year old when I went into high school for the first year, if it's the seventh grade, because there's no middle school. Interesting. Uh, okay. 17 years old in seventh grade. Interesting. You, you, was it a screw up or did he something failed happen three there? times? He failed seventh oh, grade three that's times. That's a screw up. Yeah. <laughs> there are, there are people dropped out uh, like a week later. There are people I know that had like medical issues and they, they just couldn't go to school. They couldn't do work because they were in the hospital getting treatment for like two and a half years. And uh, she was just unable to really focus or do anything. And so I forget what it was. She, we went, we were in middle school, maybe sixth or seventh grade. And she finally came back and they put her in like fourth grade. It's like, oh, fuck. That sucks. It's like all your friends are literally in like a different building now because you got left behind because you were sick with like cancer or something. I think she had. It's like, fuck that. I feel bad. Like that's, that's unfortunate and unfair for her. Um, but then you have people like my sister who just stopped doing the work and stopped going to school. Just some fucking do it. Side note as well regarding my sister. Uh, it was National Vet Tech Assistant Day or something a couple weeks ago. So these are assistants to... These are people who assist veterinarians, uh, I guess. And uh, she was like all over Instagram or Facebook or something. Uh, Lindsay was showing me this because I don't use either. Um, and she was posting photos of herself wearing like the uh, like the scrubs and everything, you know, and the mask and she's all dressed up, which is hilarious because she's not a vet tech assistant. She works as a secretary at a uh, an animal clinic or rescue center. One of the others. Uh, her job is to feed the animals and give them their medicine uh, and answer the phone. <laughs> and uh, she well, no, I guess she went in. She goes in early. And so she dressed up in like uh, in like the like the vet tech outfit. She put on scrubs and everything just so she could go on Facebook or whatever and, and post photos of it. And I was like, wow. This is this is what you're doing with your time. You're lying about your job. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh man, it's uh, yeah, what an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> that's me shitting on my sister and my my previous week shitting on my family. That's it's a new segment we'll introduce. Uh, one of the things I wanted to try for this episode, going forward, I've I've noticed sometimes people will you can check like where viewers like fall off a little bit on the episodes or where they pick back up. Uh, people skip through sometimes in the middle of the episode. 
So I want to introduce segments. I think it'll help with our conversation flow a little bit. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to introduce was the subreddit of the week. And uh, I at first I was like, oh, should I add musical cues? But absolutely fucking not. I don't want to edit any more than I already do. So this is the subreddit of the week. Confidently incorrect. These are people who are uh, very, uh, you know, they're confident in what they're saying or doing. And they're, you know, they're out there and they're just wrong. They're just wrong. And uh, I'll use a, a couple examples. This is a, a person uh, posted a video. And it doesn't really show like what the video is about or anything. Um, apparently, at some point, they said India was not part of Asia. And India is absolutely part of Asia. One of the comments says, but India is part of Asia. And a person replied, Indian isn't Asian if we talk about race. In term of race, Asian are either Chinese, Japanese, or Korean. Not all people from Asian country are Asian as race. You're not the only one who said about this. Even some of my Indian friends call themselves Asian. And I don't know, maybe they were joking. Also, Indian in general doesn't look Asian at all. So I don't know why this is why this often became issue. These people are fucking idiots. <laughs> for Indian, you don't have to feel outcast for not being called Asian. You're, you're Indian, and that's good. Your race is unique, and nothing is wrong to be called Indian. In in quotes, I I want to start off by saying I hate reading people's typing on the internet. It's so hard to read because they just they don't know how to type. It's run on sentences, spelling errors. Yeah, this is confident in, confidently incorrect. Uh, this person doesn't understand that India is part of Asia. They think that Chinese, Japanese, and Koreans are the only Asians. They're forgetting like Vietnam. Um, what the fuck am I thinking of? <laughs> oh my god, I'm blanking on Asian countries. You got like the Philippines. Uh, I thought you just said Vietnam. Why didn't you just say North and South Korea? Well, they, they said Korean as well. Are these also the type of people that just, if, like, the louder they talk, the more they think they're correct? Yeah, that could be the case. Like, you could be arguing over the dumbest shit. Yeah. And I mean, you got, like, Indonesia, Thailand. How did I forget Thailand? My cousin lives in Thailand. I like I said, the Philippines, Vietnam, <laughs> Singapore, Malaysia, Hong Kong. I'll piss off Chinese people. Um, like Taiwan. Chinatown. Chi- yeah, Chinatown in any major city. Um, Laos, Bangladesh, Nepal. Italy. Yeah, Italy is very Asian. <laughs> yeah, it... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Confidently incorrect. I, I like it. There are people uh, that... The uh, the hot post today, where was a uh, people singing and dancing to Rage Against the Machine, while supporting the like strong government, which I thought was funny. It's like clearly you don't understand what the lyrics are that you're shouting at the top of your lungs. <laughs> that seems to be a popular one. People seem to do that a lot. They don't seem to know what the machine is in the the band that they're singing. I don't because I don't listen to them. Uh, I did when I was when I was a kid. I don't think I've ever but... heard a single song. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. It. I, I listened to it as a kid, but I got out of like 
I don't know, punk rock and, and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. My, uh, my music tastes have changed as I've aged. I mean, like when I was a, younger, my music like taste was electronic, like heavy metalcore. So like Attack Attack and mm. shit like that. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, they, um, yeah, that was the subreddit of the week. I'll have a different, better one for next week. <laughs> um, moving on to viewer questions. Hopefully, these are better than I last time. I swear to God, if there's any dumb questions in these, I'm just I'm giving up on life. Uh, People have failed me. How is life as an adult now different than what you imagined when you were a child? It fucking is a complete opposite of what I thought it was. What did you think it was going to be? Happiness, fun, enjoyable, money. <laughs> just, just money in general. <laughs> now it's. Like, like, I thought I'd wake up in the morning and dollar bills would be hitting me in the face. Yeah, exactly. I fucking I make money and it disappears the day I get paid. Thought there'd be strippers throwing mm-hmm. themselves onto me. I I fucking hate being an adult. Sometimes when I go back to the days where. You come home from school and you just fucking play like Xbox or PlayStation or PC or whatever you had. Yeah. Play Call of Duty, not a care in the fucking world. Now it's like I come home and I sit in my monitor. I'm like, I fucking hate everything in existence right now. I don't even want to fucking play anything, but I have <laughs> nothing else to do with my life. Your dog either needs to go out or needs attention. Yeah, no, he, he's been whining like a little bitch all day today. I don't know what it is. It all, literally, I, I get home, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to work, and he is just like whining the entire time. Just, I don't know what it is. He doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Lindsay was playing with him and the entire time. She's trying to play with him, and he'd run off and just sit there and whine while looking at her. It's like, yeah, I see ya. No, I feel ya. I, I, back, I remember back in the day, I'd get home from school and be like, all right, Hopping on Mom Warfare 3, let's grind it out, boys. You just hop on, you you play with all your friends, you chat it up. Nowadays it's like we don't ha- I don't have like a group of people I play games with now, right? Like we play games, there's a couple people I'll chat with occasionally, but it's like I feel like there are people I I meet that that play one specific game. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you whining about? Oh man, yeah. There's people that play like one specific game. Like, if I were to play Halo, there'd be people that only play that, and I can add them to my friends list. But they won't play anything else. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like people play like one specific type of like competitive multiplayer game, and that's their life. That's all of my friends. It's like <laughs> I have two games I play. I understand that, but that's because I play all Apex and Overwatch. Well, no, that's what Brandon and Taryn play. It's a- they're on Apex again, hmm. and like I can play it. I I'm still good at the game. It's just I have no interest in sweating my dick off every time I load into that game. Yeah, because you can't have fun. There's no such thing as fun in that game anymore. But I, you can yeah, have I, fun in Overwatch, at least. That's it. Like <laughs> it, every game requires you to to give like a hundred and ten percent. Otherwise, you just get shit on, and it's not fun at all. Maybe that's why I don't find games fun anymore. I don't know. Like, like even everything's sweaty. Like everything. Order, exactly. Like 
just so we hit our Call of Duty shit talking quota. Like Call of Duty, the fact that they keep updating like the skill based matchmaking, it's like, no, no, we want it to be super competitive. It's like, I just want to get into a game and have a good time. Why do you have to make it so every game I get into, I have to fight for my life to even break even? Yeah. Like this isn't, this is stupid as fuck. This is not how you make a fun game. It's how you make a super highly competitive, toxic community. I think it's mainly due to esports, to be honest with you. Because, you know, Maybe. there's like there's like a part of me wants to be a part of a team like mm-hmm. for Overwatch. I could if I tried and like practiced, but it's going to be difficult for console players to do it because like every major tournament for any competitive game is uh, PC. Yeah. And I have never played on the keyboard and mouse for like a shooter. It's a difficult transition to go from uh, controller to keyboard and mouse. It, I don't know. I I have some experience with it because I did play a lot of PC games back. I played Halo on PC a bit. Um, I, I used to play Battlefield on, on PC a lot. Uh, so I do have some of that, but it's not, it's not something to do at all anymore. So if I were to play a first-person shooter on PC, I'd absolutely get my ass kicked. But yeah, it's... I don't know. I think they play on PC one because the game looks and runs best on PC, and then two, it's just because you, you it's easier to control on PC. As far as like aiming is better on PC, it just it just is. It, you but can find you a lot more fine tuning with mouse. Aim assist. What's that? The whole aim assist talk annoys the fuck out of me. That was a uh, for I think that's in Warzone right now. People are having a fit about because console players game. get. Is it? I, I like, just meant like I, I think uh, console players get a better like a bit of aim assist, and uh, PC players are pissed off about it. I, I don't. I don't get it though. Like we we have a single thumb to control like what's going on with mm-hmm. our aim. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I can't really talk about how bad it is because was it Ghost Aiden or whatever the fuck his name is, the controller player. Know. He plays for controller and I think he's I want to say he's a pro Apex player playing in I, PC I, I, lobbies and he has no aim assist but that, that's different for an average person who goes to work comes home, plays Xbox kind of needs some help we don't fucking play the game religiously I, I played like, in PC I think, lobbies sorry yeah, I, think, I think nowadays like all these games try to be uber competitive because they want to make it so it's like like so many people are streaming and uploading clips online now where it's just like, all right, we need to make it so it's like a, a balls-to-the-walls gunfight the entire time. It, I don't know. They Skill-based matchmaking to me is what's ruined competitive games. Yeah. Being able to go into a lobby in Call of Duty back in the day and just sit in the lobby and shit talk and then have to back it up in the game was so much fun. Nowadays, you get into a lobby... The game ends and you're literally broken up. The lobby is pulled apart and you, you're not matched up with those people again. It's like, this is fucking stupid. There's no, there, it. it's so competitive with skill-based matchmaking that it's lost the competitiveness almost. Like it's gone so far, it's it's wrapped back around where it's like, there's no reason to be competitive because I won't play against these people again. They're just, it, it just updates it. It's like, all right, you played a game. Let's, let's go back to the algorithm and see it how your number matches up against this other number and 
we'll throw you people in the lobby together. It's like, this is, this is not, it's fucking stupid. This isn't entertaining. It's not fun. I, I want to have a good time with my friends, but I can't because it's whoever has the, whoever the best player on the team is sets the bar for everyone else. And we get fucked over because it's going to put us in the lobby against all people that this person is on an equal level with. So fucking dumb. I miss game battles. That was a ton of fun back in the day. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I just had an episode. Oh, jeez. I I don't know what happens. If I talk too loud, like I start coughing hmm. because it hurts my throat. And I just coughed so hard that I actually just passed the fuck out for half a second. Interesting. What Let's avoid fuck? doing that again. Let's try. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess all circling back around to the original question, which is how is life different as an adult than what you imagined when you were a kid? Uh, you give your answer. I got my answer was just I thought I'd have more time as an adult. Honestly, you know, I, I as a kid, I was th- I was always thinking like, oh man, I get up, I go to school, I come home, and yeah, then I can play games and whatever. But as an adult, I can, you know, I could just go to work and then come home. And I just can play games all night or whatever. Like it's my mindset as a kid. As an adult, it's like, all right, I get up, I go to work, I come home, I make dinner, take care of the dog and everything, and then I sit here and I work more. <laughs> it's. I mean, you also obviously, have a hobby. I was I was about to say obviously the, the work I do at night is for a hobby, so it is different. But it's just the lack of free time. And the way that, you know, as a kid, like you get dragged places, right, by your parents. It's like, oh, we're going over here. It's like, ah, son of a bitch. Um, but as an adult, it's just like the expectations people have for you. Like on the every weekend, it's like, all right, we're going to go here. We have to help like our grandparents here, help her mom out here and just do this work. We got to run up here and do like run errands all over the place. It's like, God damn. How is it I had? Like, <laughs> I should be able to dictate my schedule. How is it I'm not able to do this? So yeah, that's that's what's different. The money thing, uh, I guess as a kid, you think like $50 is a lot of money. And as an adult, you're like, if I had $50 now, I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> if that's all I had to my name, if I had $50 and no like apartment, nothing, I'd probably off myself. <laughs> I don't know. It's... It's just, it just puts the, the value of things uh, more into perspective. But I don't know. It's so interesting. That that being said, I even as a kid, I guess I didn't realize like as an adult that you can just... I like being able to just say like, you know what? I'm just going to go here. I'm just going to leave where I live. I'm just going to fucking drive to the other side of the country or go overseas uh, outside of the pandemic. It's like, I'll just fucking leave. I'll just go wherever I want. It's it's it actually is weird to me. I don't know if you if you have people like this or if you experience this. Where like at work, people are like, "Oh man, it's I want to you know go on vacation, but they said they need me here." It's like just so go on vacation. It's like you're a fucking adult. Like these people can't tell you what to do. It's it's bizarre to me how people are like, "Oh, it's my boss. They can I have to do whatever they say." It's like it's not your fucking parents. You're not a kid. It's like, if I'm not going to go into work someday, I'm just not going to fucking do it. Like it, I, I don't understand how people... for a reason. 
Well, not even that. It's just like, uh, I'll use like for for example, Black Friday, right? We're supposed it's it's just fucking stupid. On Black Friday, they're like, well, technically, we're you know the office is closed for Black Friday. It's like, all right, so we have off. Yeah, but you have to use a vacation day, otherwise you have to come in. It's like, well, no, the office is closed. Why the hell would I use a vacation day? And they're like, all right, well, you're gonna have to come in. It's like absolutely not. Uh, that's one thing. Or uh, when I went to uh, when we went down to North Carolina, they're like, that's a blackout date. I'm like, okay. And I just went, just went on vacation. They're like, we're telling you right now, you cannot go. I'm like, you can't tell me anything. It's like, <laughs> I'm a fucking adult. You don't tell me what to do. Like, this is a give and take operation here. I don't, I don't like. You asked me to work here. Like, I applied. And you interviewed me and you said, okay, would you like to come work here? It's like, yeah, sure. This is a give and take. You ask me to do the work and in return, I do that and you give me money. It's it's not a one-way street where you just tell me what to do and out of the kindness of your heart, you decide, oh, I guess we'll give you some money. It's not how this fucking works. Uh, this is, it's absurd to me how people just get like tread all over by their employers or, uh, you know, people in their lives. Very bizarre. One of my friends, she's in that kind of situation right now. It's pretty fucking bad. Like, she had a COVID scare. She was sick for, I don't know, like two or three days, but it was like bad, bad. And uh, she went and got COVID tested, and she wasn't running a fever or nothing. It was a negative test, but I mean, she was like sick. Like, I could see it. She was pale and shit. And the, they forced her to work, and she works uh, where she goes and takes care of, like, people with disabilities. Yeah. Mainly, like, mental dis like, handicaps, I should say. Okay. Yeah. So, it's kind of, you shouldn't be working if you're sick. Their only thing is, it's, if you have a temp like, a high temperature is the only thing, only time mm-hmm. you could take off for a sick day. Yeah. How the fuck does that work? No one covers for her. She covers for everybody. She worked, I think, 86 hours last week. Mm-hmm. And it's swing shift. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a set time and shit like that. I'm like, why aren't you leaving? And she doesn't give me a good reason to leave. I'm like, you're fucking killing yourself. Literally. Yeah. Working for this place. They don't it's, care. It, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, it's so weird to me. Like just the, the entire like workplace culture in the U S is so fucked up. Like you go overseas and you're sick. They're like, why would you come in? Like, we need you to get better so you can work more efficiently. Also, we don't want everyone else here getting sick, but here in the U S it's like, are you sure you're too sick to come in? We'd really like you to come in. It's like, it, it's literally like people here are just fucking expendable. Right. It's like, all right, you know, oh, fuck, he got hurt on the job. All right, well, sorry, we're going to have to let you go. You can't do the job now. We'll just hire somebody else. So you're, fuck you. You're out of here. It, it like that. Go ahead. Uh, that's why I like where I work because if you get hurt in the job here, you mm-hmm. have a choice if you want to keep working. They'll, what they'll do is it'll be a boring job. They'll give you a company vehicle and you go do like traffic control for like, gas pads and stuff you just sit there and talk in the cb and 
let yeah. like let the truck know like hey you're good to go like you can do that for 10 hours still get paid your normal uh amount mm-hmm. not versus staying home on unemployment i mean obviously around yeah. here people are going to pick unemployment but i'd rather go sit in a truck for 10 hours a day playing with a fucking cb radio <laughs> making the same amount i was doing yeah. literally nothing no that don't get me wrong that's not me digging at people that have to go on disability because they can't do their job it's just like people aren't valued here i feel like in the u.s like we see this workplace shortage right now and yes for sure a lot of it is people just refusing to go back to work uh because they're lazy as fuck uh but a lot of it too is like hey come back to work we'll pay you like waiters like waiters and waitresses we're gonna pay you way below minimum wage and you gotta hope that people tip you well at this cheap ass restaurant it's like it just isn't fucking feasible um you know like it it's literally about like companies making as much money as possible while paying people as little as possible you know i've mentioned on the on the show here before about like vacation time where it's like yeah vacation time isn't guaranteed everywhere like breaks aren't guaranteed like paid lunches aren't guaranteed it it's fucking ridiculous it's like people are just fucking expendable they're just they're treated like shit and they wonder why people are like clamoring for you know a higher minimum wage and more benefits and stuff it's like you see this too like where lindsay works they they cut everyone that was a uh, full-time they said all right well no more full-time positions uh everyone is part-time up to like 33 hours or something uh i think for you have to work 40 hours to be full-time and get benefits but i think there's like a for whatever reason there they got, got them like 33 or 35 hours or something so everyone's like that now. So they everyone loses their benefits. They get paid less because they're not working fewer hours. And they, it's just like, all right, but we still expect you to do just as much work. And we'd rather just pay you overtime occasionally than just have you on full-time with benefits. I think places like Best Buy did that, where nobody at Best Buy, this is me talking out my ass at this point. I, I think I read this the other day, though, that outside of like the manager, I don't think there's any full-time employees at like Best Buy's. Uh, I think the same thing like I don't know if Walmart's the same way like Walmart Target um, but like so many places do that where it's just like yep nobody works full time it's all part time we don't want to pay benefits and then you have like all these people who have no health insurance uh, you know it's just they can't afford health insurance then you can get it from like the uh, whatever the marketplace is I forget what it's called um, but it's it's not as good and then or in a lot of cases they just they don't have insurance at all and they get hurt and it's like thousands and thousands of dollars and now they're just fucked they're in debt uh my aunt and uncle have better insurance than i do i get it through work they have better insurance than i do but they pay on their own because they're both retired they pay 15 dollars a month for their insurance and that's it over in uh in scotland i was like holy shit like what, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Taking everyone's money. All it is yeah. is a fucking money grab. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking atrocious. But it was, uh, so, this is a side note. My, when they, uh, they went, they used to live in North Carolina, down in Raleigh. And uh, they were moving over. They said they wanted to move to Wales. Right? And my grandfather's like, why would you want to do that? They're like, well, you know, we don't, we like where we live, but it's just getting a little too overgrown. 
and you know it's just everything is so expensive and he's like why would you want to move over there it's it's basically a third world country it's like what it's like they have like these these like thatch roofs. i forget what he said i think it was like thatch roofs it's like they have fucking houses it's it's a modern country over in the uk like (laughs) yeah this impression that it was like medieval times over in england and wales and scotland and it's like, it's, they don't have like gyms or anything. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, just, I, was, I just remember at the time, he's just like, this, we're just sitting there like, where is he getting this impression from? That the UK is, is literally like King Arthur. <laughs> People on horseback riding around, having sword fights in the streets. Oh man, mud huts for, for housing. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I want to live in the UK, but going to like Norway or something, that place seems fucking sick. They have all these great benefits. They treat their employees right. I think it's like the, the uh, I forget how they word it, but it's like highest or what is it? Something like best living conditions or whatever for their citizens. I don't remember. I was like, sounds fucking great. Um, next question. You're given a billboard. What do you put on it? I fucking don't even know. Our fucking <laughs> logo. Where do we that would, that would be my thing. Would be advertised for sort. my fucking self at that point. I yeah. Got nothing else to put on there. I don't know. If I can't choose advertising, I I, I don't know what I'd put. I think the person thought we might put like some funny message on it or something, maybe, but no, I don't. Fuck I, that. I wouldn't I don't know. know what to put on. It's just, <laughs> I could care less. To be honest, there's with nothing it. funny enough I can put on a billboard that's worth it. Exactly. Because people driving by, <laughs> they're not going to sit there and watch me like read out a typed up, like beginning, middle, and end to a, a, a like a joke. Like here's the build up and the and the hook, just and the punchline. All right, it's like now they're driving by. They need to see it in like three seconds. Yeah, no, just pr- promotions for digest Productions. That's all I would put on it. Um. Oh, last question here. Uh, somebody writes a book about your life. It's like a biography. What is the book called? Well, fuck. <laughs> I was gonna go a similar route. I was gonna, I was gonna, mine was gonna be, how did we let this happen? <laughs> the mistake that grew up. Yeah, is there like a subtitle? Yeah, the mistake that grew. Well, fuck the mistake <laughs> that grew up. Nice. <laughs> By Stephen King. <laughs> he wrote it in like two and a half days. Next thing Seems you know, it's basement. it's gonna be like fucking pet cemetery at that point if he fucking writes <laughs> it. I'm gonna be coming back from the dead or some shit. Well, it's a biography. He'll keep it true to true to life, but he'll write it really quick because he's Stephen King. That's what he does. And uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, no, we both went about the same route there. And that was viewer questions. All right, so uh, I had two to choose from this week, but I'm gonna go with the. Uh, the one we watched, not this just past Friday, but the previous one. Uh, this is a movie review segment. And I'm going to talk about Dune. So 
if you haven't seen Dune yet, either do it or or buckle up for some from some spoilers here. In the description, maybe I'll put a well. This episode's not coming out until what the tenth? Fuck it. If you haven't seen Dune by the time this episode comes out, then tough shit. Uh, so yeah, so Dune. Okay. First of all, the movie was visually great, which is what everyone says. But at the end of the day, visuals do not carry a movie. It has to be entertaining. I mean, I guess it was. Uh, but it basically, it's, the whole premise is that this kid is like a prince. Uh, humanity is like, it's this is far in the future. Maybe in a different galaxy or something. I don't remember what the premise, like what the origin of this is. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, is like this prince and his family uh, is like a, you know, rule in this country or planet or something of that matter. And they're tasked with going and taking over this desert planet and getting the mining operation back up for uh, spice, which is this like stuff that uh, it's, it's like sand, but it floats around on top of the desert sand, I guess. And, uh, so yeah, they get tasked with going there and and taking care of this. There was this really like military society that was in charge of it previously, but they got kicked out for some reason. Uh, so Timothy Chalamet's family goes, his country goes, and they they start taking it over from these the locals who are like these desert tribesmen essentially. And they move in, and very quickly the locals are fucking with them. You know, they're they're trying to assassinate young Timothy. Uh, it doesn't work out, and then. This is, by the way, I'm already about like a 45 to minutes to an hour into the movie. And this is all the plot that's advanced. Uh, <laughs> a lot of drawn out like uh, like uh, scenery shots. Looks great. Again, very slow paced. Uh, they uh, he, He's there. They have like this little mosquito thing that comes in through the wall, like cuts a hole through the wall. He sees it. He's like, oh, shit. And there's like hints of him being like psychic of some sort. Uh, they avoid this. And then eventually the military based company comes back and uh, ambushes them. They attack them at night. Uh, their shields have been like sabotaged for Tim- Timothy's family. Uh, his name is Paul. That's what it was. I was trying to remember his name. Paul. We're going to call him that from now on. Paul the Prince. Uh they get like attacked. Their whole city is destroyed. He and his mom escape into uh, the desert. And the next like hour, an hour and 15 minutes of this movie are him and his mom walking through the desert. And it just keeps cutting from them walking to shots of the desert and back and forth. Eventually they meet up with like uh, a couple of like the locals who help them for like, I don't know. They give them food and water for maybe like five minutes before they're found and attacked again, and then they're back out in the desert. It's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And uh, they eventually meet up with another group of these locals, and Zendaya, a popular actress right now, finally shows up. She's in all the marketing materials. She's leading, like, the the press tour, and she's literally in the movie for maybe five to ten minutes. Uh, And uh, so she's there. Paul, the prince... Uh, and his mom show up to meet these people and they're like no you can't come with us this one guy has a problem with it and it's like alright well you guys will fight to the death and then uh, we'll see if they can come with us so they do uh, Paul kills the guy and that's the movie and that's two and a half hours long 
what I just explained. <laughs> there's a there's other little plot points in there, but not a huge deal. Um, oh, there's a scene when they're uh, when they first get to the the sand planet, the dune planet, uh, where Paul's grandmother, who he doesn't know is his grandmother, uh, shows up and hasn't put his hand in a box, and uh, they have like they have this ability where they. It's just women only, but for some reason, Paul has it. This ability where they can speak in like this weird echoey voice that forces people to do what they say. And he puts his hand in the box and he's experiencing a ton of pain. Uh, but if he pulls his hand out, I guess he dies. She's going to like stab him in the neck and kill him. It's fucking weird. Um, and then uh, he passes or whatever. But yeah. Other than that, the only cool thing was... uh these like helicopters they use are like musk. They look like dragonflies. They actually look pretty cool, but yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting, interesting movie. Visually it's cool, but other than that, there's just not a whole lot of plot going on. And, uh, I don't know. It was all right. I give it like a six out of 10. Fucking sounds terrible. It was, like I said, it, it was cool. Like it was entertaining, I guess, but, it is so fucking overhyped. It like everyone's like, oh my god, it's an absolute masterpiece. I'm like, it is literally like an hour and ten minute long movie dragged out to two and a half hours because they add in so many scenery shots. There's also at one point, uh, there's a he goes out with his dad flying out of the desert to like one of the harvesters, and a giant worm shows up. The worm is like, I don't even know how big like. I don't even know how big to explain it. Think of a, it's probably like 65, 75 feet tall, like its mouth. Oh, do you, have you seen Star Wars? You know the big like sandworm that eats them that's in the desert? Yeah. You know what I'm talking? It's like that big is of like a mouth, but it's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet long. Like it's absolutely massive. Like there's a number of those and these, it makes no goddamn sense. These people will stand out in the desert and like the worms feel vibrations and that's how they know people are there. These people will put these things in the ground that like hit the ground in like rhythmic patterns and it draws the worms in and they'll hook onto the worms and ride them through the desert. But the entire time the worms are under the, the sand until these people hook on and then it's on top of the sand. It's like, how does, how does this work? Made no sense. Cool. The, the action scenes are cool. I will give it that. The The combat scenes are, are pretty entertaining. I did like that. But I'd recommend it, I guess. I'm still waiting to see No Time to Die, which is a new Bond movie. I'm more excited for that than I am Dune. But, yeah. I don't know. Six out of ten, I guess. That was my review for Dune. We also, we also watched uh, Arrival last night. I don't know if you've heard of that. <clears throat> no. Uh, basically... Aliens show up in these, like, uh, I don't know, like, they, they show up in, like, shards. They, I think is what they call them, part of the spaceship. There's 12 of them scattered throughout the world on Earth. And uh, people are, like, freaking out. And they bring in uh, this woman who's a linguist to try and learn. Like, the aliens are communicating with the militaries. And they're like, can you come in, the Americans at least, are like, can you come in and help us, like, try and understand what they're saying? Uh, I guess she's good at like identifying like new languages and stuff. And so it's an entertaining movie. It's not act. There's not action really in it. There's some very briefly, but it's not an action movie. It's, it's just interesting. Um, 
so she's like learning their language and they're like like octopus sort of like uh aliens they have like tentacles they stand on their tentacles like if you put your hand like if you hold your hand in front of you and face it straight down that's what they look like they look like hands that are like walking on a surface kind of weird um but yeah they like the ends of their hands are like tentacles and they squirt ink out and it forms these circular patterns uh that she's able to identify it meaning different things and uh they're just trying to understand why the aliens are there why they're communicating what the purpose is and everything like that but of course and this is actually kind of realistic people are freaking the fuck out like everyday people are just freaking out like they're here to kill us we just got to attack them first and blow them the fuck up which is like from a sensible standpoint it's like well they haven't attacked us we know that we're communicating with them why would why would we attack them but you know as people do there's rioting in the streets there's looting and killing uh it's off camera it's you just hear it on like the news news clips throughout the movie but yeah she just learns like what they uh what their language is and she understands then that they perceive time differently like they don't see it linearly like they see everything from start to finish at the exact same time so like they know eventually once she learns their language she can see the future essentially so she knows like the the whole uh, climax of the film is her like getting China to stop attacking the aliens like they're gonna kill them and she sees the future in which she meets the Chinese general and he said he like explains her like oh you I can't believe like you figured out my personal cell phone number and you knew exactly what to tell me to get me to stop from killing him and she asks him like oh what did I tell you what was your number and what did I tell you and he hands her his phone and it shows his number and he tells her what she said to him which was like his his wife's dying words I think what she actually says I looked into it because she says it in Chinese but there's no subtitles I think she says in war there are no victors only widows I think but basically it was like his wife's dying words and explained him like hey don't don't do this and uh yeah she uh she steals the cell phone calls him up does that and then it cuts back to like you know real time uh her and uh you know jeremy renner is he's a hawkeye in the marvel movies uh he's in the hurt locker very good movie but uh yeah they get together but she sees the future the whole movie throughout there's like these flashbacks of her having a daughter and her daughter gets sick with this rare disease. I forget what it is. And the daughter gets sick with this disease and dies. But then at the end you realize these aren't flashbacks. This is her seeing the future, knowing she's going to have a daughter that gets sick and dies. And Jeremy Renner turns out to be the father. Then like they get together and she chooses, even though she knows that the daughter will get sick and die, she chooses to have the daughter anyway. And uh, she tells him like, Hey, she's going to get sick and die. And he he gets upset because she knows that her daughter's gonna die, but he still they still have the kid anyway. He's mad that she brought her into the world knowing she'll die, and so he leaves her. It's an interesting movie. I actually enjoyed that more than Dune. I don't know, so, just the way it, it's it's shot, and uh, I don't know. It's an interesting story. So we watched that last night, I guess. It was we were gonna either watch that or Annihilation, which is like a Natalie Portman movie which I know next to nothing about it, but there's a weird like zombie bear thing. I recommend if you're not interested in watching the movie, go to YouTube and type up annihilation bear scene. It's like this weird zombie bear that mimics the cries of like people. 
It's like you'll hear like people it kills. It like learns how they scream. And so there's a part where uh, these women are being held hostage. I don't know the context because I haven't seen the movie. Uh, but these like women are being held hostage and the woman hears the screaming of her sister. And so she runs to like get her sister. But it's the bear mimicking the noise and it kills her. It's, I don't know. That scene is really creepy, but really cool. It sounds pretty interesting. I don't know if the movie's any good, but I would definitely recommend at least looking up that scene. But anyway, before we wrap up here, that was uh, movie reviews. Before we wrap up here, here's uh, what's going on with our content. Back for Blood. Uh, our series has been doing pretty darn well on YouTube. I'm very happy with it. We're getting between like five and 6,000 views of video, which is really cool. Um, episode seven went up today. Six and seven haven't been doing so well so far, but they're they're new. Um, I did a stream. Was it yesterday? I did the Mario Party stream. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I played one game online of Mario Party Superstars. Uh, it's an hour and a half long, almost exactly. Uh, I just uploaded the entire thing to to YouTube. I didn't feel like editing it. Uh, if you skip to an hour and like fifteen minutes, you can just watch the last turn. It's an absolutely insane ending, which is why I uploaded it. Went crazy. That video is already at 3.9 thousand views, which I'm super psyched about. I hope that continues to go up there. I, what I've been doing lately is uh, going to like rel- like related videos. Like I've just been going in and typing into YouTube, like back for blood, seeing what pops up and trying to see what kind of like keywords and stuff we can use. So I think that's helping us. I did the same thing with Sup- with Mario Party Superstars and there's like no videos on it hardly. So the fact that our video is doing well might be because of that. I'm hoping it continues to carry really well like it is. So, but yeah, back for blood. I'll continue to edit and upload those videos. They've been doing well. And uh, check them out. Check out the Mario Party Superstars insane ending video. Like I said, you don't have to watch the whole thing. It's fun throughout. It's just me bitching and complaining about being screwed over by the game the entire time. Um, but the last like 15 minutes or so, if you skip to an hour and 15 minutes... It is the ending is absolutely wild. Would recommend. Um, but yeah, we'll wrap up a little bit early here today since since Kyle's a little under the weather. But appreciate you sticking it out, hanging out, chatting it up. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, it's been episode ninety five. Go to deadjesterproductions.live. It's got links to all of our stuff. And uh, yeah, episode ninety five. We'll see you next week. Bye. For realsies. <laughs>